Hello, and welcome again to the Sleeping It Real podcast. My name is Seth Davis, your host. So in the last episode, I covered sleep aids, so sleep medications and things like that. And I just talked about things that we need to be aware of when we're taking them, how sometimes they're not the best option for you. Uh, sometimes they can have short-term use, but you know, for the long-term, they're probably not going to be the end-all be-all for your sleep issues. So, you know, I cast a negative light on sleep aids in general, um, just, you know, because I, I wanted to make the point that a lot of times they're not really getting to the root of the issue. So today I would like to talk about a sleep aid that I do recommend. This is one that's natural, that you don't have to go to a store to buy because it's completely free. And it's something that you can use for the rest of your life in a healthy way and have no long-term side effects at all, only benefits. So what is this sleep aid? Sleep aid is calm, calmness. Many times when people come to me, they say, I try to go to sleep and my mind is racing. I am just a naturally anxious person. I'm dealing with a lot of stress that's keeping me, you know, kind of wired, and not able to sleep. Um, or just in general, they just can't let themselves wind down enough that they can rest comfortably. So they're in this state where they're not calm and their, their mind is not calm, their body's not calm, uh, they have a lot of body tension, they have that racing mind, and just in general, they're kind of like a live wire. There's just a lot of, you know, sparks and nervous energy and negative energy going on, and they want help with kind of returning to the, that calm state so that they're able to sleep well. So if this describes you, if this sounds familiar, then just know that you're not alone because many people are in this same state. Now, some people, it's kind of their default state to be, to be a, not a calm person. So a lot of people are just naturally anxious, naturally stressed, and that's fine. I think the important thing to remember is that it's possible to change that. It's possible to practice ways to change that, to find, to insert things into your life that will bring more calm. And that's what I work with people on many times as we're helping them to sleep better. So when we're discussing the idea of calm as it applies to sleep, how does that look like for people who, you know, many people who are not able to stay calm while they're asleep? Well, I see this often. I'm working with many people at the moment right now who, you know, they, uh, the nighttime starts approaching, darkness starts to come, bedtime's approaching, and they start feeling wired. They start feeling nervous about how the night's going to go. They start wondering and worrying, what if I can't sleep? And there's this anxiety and tension that's building up. Or they are lying there during the night, they wake up, and all of a sudden their mind is racing with thoughts. So we have thoughts about, you know, what, all these things I need to do tomorrow. What if I can't fall back asleep? Uh, you know, I had this stressful event at work. I can't stop thinking about that. So many different ways that the brain can, can become active at night and, you know, kind of entertain a lot of negative or unhelpful thoughts. Uh, so these are just a few of the ways that I see a lack of calm inserting itself into many people's nights and during their days as well. And often, or usually what happens when people are in this state of disturbance or um, have this negative energy built up is that their fight or flight response kicks up. So their body goes into fight or flight mode. There's a threat to us. These, these thoughts are a threat to us. This negative energy is a threat to us. Um, you know, what if I can't sleep because of this? They go into fight or flight mode, their cortisol levels rise, their breathing rates, their heart rates, their, their brain waves all elevate and, and get faster. And that tends to 
wipe away any prior drowsiness or uh, you know positive emotions or whatever it was that was helping them to sleep before. So those things just vanish and they're left with sleepless nights and uh, just, just sitting there with this wired feeling. So in these cases, my job and my approach uh, is to recommend the sleep aid known as call. This is the thing that can calm your mind and you know, slow down your brain waves, redirect your attention from negative thoughts and emotions to more positive thoughts. It can you know, help your body to relieve tension and let go of that tension that's built up that's making you uncomfortable. And just in general, put you into a more relaxed, positive state where you're able to rest comfortably, sleeping or not sleeping. And generally, the next day after you've gone through a night of calm, restful relaxation, like I said, even if it's not sleep, you tend to feel better, you tend to have more energy, be in a more positive mood. Uh, and so, you know, no, ma no matter how the night went before, you're still able to function well and stay in a good place mentally during the day. So that's where I want to go. That's why I like calm so much is because there's no hangover effect the next day. Like you get some from some sleeping medications, there are no long-term health issues and there's only benefits being a calm person and learning to have more calmness in your life is always going to be useful for you. Whether you're at work, whether you're with your family, whether you're lying in bed at night, it's always going to be a skill or a, a quality about yourself. It's uh, beneficial to enhance that and keep practicing continually. So you might be saying, Seth, being calm and learning to be calm sounds nice, but it seems so far away from me. How can I possibly reach that state when I'm dealing with you know, stress in my life or general anxiety or anxiety related to sleep or whatever else it is that's causing you to not be centered and calm and mindful and everything. Um, and so I say, you know, I tell people it's something we practice. It's, it's a skill. It's something we practice just like anything else. And the more that we practice, the better we can get at it. And there are many different ways that we can go about that. So, you know, one thing could be practicing guided meditations or breathing exercises. And those have many benefits for them. Not only can they help you to keep your mind centered, keep it mindful instead of, you know, worrying about what's happening in the future or being sad about what happened in the past, but we bring your mind right to the, to the present. Um, and that's something that, you know, it takes practice for a lot of people because as you're doing it, your mind might tend to wander. You might get frustrated because you're not able to focus as much as you'd like to. But again, practice makes perfect. The more that you do it, the better you get at it. Uh, another thing that we can do is practice taking breaks. So if you feel like in your life you're go, go, going, you're just always stressed, always moving from one thing to another, and you never get a chance to slow down and let yourself rest, then it's time to insert breaks into your life. Put opportunities into your schedule. Give yourself permission to just stop for a little bit, even if it's five minutes here, 10 minutes there, and let yourself rest. Your brain will think you, thank you for it. Your body will thank you for it. It'll help you to refocus during your days to manage your energy so that you're not burned out by the end of the day. Um, and just to be kind to yourself. Just you're not a machine and your body and your mind like to recover and they like to manage that stress and that energy so that you can last throughout the day instead of burning out early. During these breaks, there are a lot of things you can do. You can go for a walk, get outside, get some sunlight, get some fresh air and a little bit of exercise. And 
Allow yourself just to be mindful in that moment as you're walking. Notice everything that you're seeing, everything that you're smelling, the, the feel of the air, and just let yourself focus on that rather than the busyness and the, the stresses from the day. For some people, calm comes in the form of doing an activity that you enjoy. So maybe it's, it's reading a book or listening to an audio book or doing yoga or something like that, stretching. Whatever it is, it's something that feels to you like it allows your mind to slow down and, again, redirects your focus from possibly negative things to more positive things, things that are calm and enjoyable and interesting for you. And to get into that state that, that people call the flow state, where you know time passes quickly, where you're in, totally engaged in it, and that's the only thing that you're focused on and you're enjoying it. So, um, you know, anytime that we can get into that flow state and be in that, that calm focused state is a good time. That's, that's what we want to go for as much as possible. That's when you know that you are giving yourself what you need to be fulfilled, to be entertained and basically filling the buckets that are keeping you, keeping you going, keeping you happy, keeping you rested and keeping you calm. So any activity like that, I highly recommend. Um, maybe off the top of your head, you already know some of those things that you uh, that you enjoy and that fit that description. In making sure to give yourself more time to do those things and more opportunity to do those things on a regular basis will be very helpful for you. I also work with some people who don't have those things in mind, and so it takes some discovery, it takes some exploration, um, and that can be part of the fun, figuring out what lights you up? What makes you happy? What do you enjoy doing? What keeps you calm? And um, the, so the process to discover that can, can be fun. You know, it gets, it's a way to get to know yourself. And when you do discover those activities and you're able to build those into your days, then you're in a better place and you have those tools or those things that you can fall back on. Whenever you're feeling stressed, whenever life feels heavy, you can go back to those things that you enjoy doing and bring some more calm into your life. Another thing that we can do to restore more calm in your life is to look at our thoughts. So as I'm working with a lot of people, we talk about negative sleep thoughts. And these are thoughts that may be making it harder for people to sleep. So people are thinking, I'm just a terrible sleeper. If I don't sleep well tonight, I'm going to have a terrible day tomorrow. You know, I'm not sleeping well. So how is that going to affect my health? Um, and so many other thoughts that, um, that are kind of disturbing to people. And these thoughts, they basically turn into emotions. So if you are, you have this thought where I'm just a terrible sleeper, that might make you sad, that might make you frustrated, that might make you angry at yourself. You might be angry at yourself. And so, um, you know, going back to the roots, we look at those thoughts and we start to learn ways to work with those thoughts so that we can make them more positive, so that we can um, prove that they're not true and that they're not helpful for us. And as we can start to work with those thoughts, then we can uh, reduce the emotions that are tied to them so that we can, again, stay calm and maybe reduce some of that fight or flight response that might be happening within our body. So that's one more way that we can work to restore calm. So now today I've mentioned several ways, several options for how to restore calm in your life. Um, there are many, many more. There are all kinds of relaxation techniques. There are all kinds of um, cognitive techniques to work with your thoughts. There's, there's so much out there, so I can't cover everything. Uh, you know, many of them are good in their own ways. Some of them can, them can be used, um, simultaneously, but it's really a matter of finding what works best for you. 
So not everybody responds the same way to uh, different techniques and different methods. Um, so this is where the exploration process comes into play. So for action items this week, if you choose to accept this mission, uh, your goal is to figure out how you can add even 1% more calm to your life. A couple of things you can do are start out by taking a notebook and a piece uh, and a pen and just writing down what are some of the things in your life that are keeping you from being as calm as you would like. So these could be stressful situations. They could be just, uh, just chronic life situations. Uh, maybe you deal with kind of generalized anxiety or depression, things like that. And just write down what is um, keeping you from being as calm as you'd like to be. Second, you can look at those things and say, you know, is there anything that I can change about those things? Anything that I can remove from my life? Anything I can do to change some of those situations? Um, and maybe that could help with, with calm. So kind of just coming up with ideas to possibly help you start to inch your way toward being calmer. Um, and the next thing to do is that exploration process I told you about, which is uh, just to figure out, you know, do you already know things that, that keep you relaxed or that help you to stay calm? Maybe it's exercise, maybe it's reading, whatever it is. If you already know some of those things, write those down and just um, try to make sure to insert more of those into your life. And if you don't know what keeps you calm or things that you, you know, things that you enjoy doing that distract you, that keep your mind focused on positive things, then maybe write down some things you could try, some things you've been interested in, some things that, you know, might feel good to you. And those are things that you can start to just play with and give them a try, give them a, a try for a while and see if they feel good to you and if they accomplish the goal of keeping you calm. So if you do those things, then you're that much closer to being a little bit calm in your life, which is, as I said, is great for work. It's great for family. It's great for uh, sleep and just being relaxed in general. So if you try that exercise and it causes you to have more calm in your life, then I feel like I've done my job for today and I'm very happy. Uh, and I'd love to hear more about it. If you'd like to email me at seth at sleepably.com or you can direct message me on social media platforms at sleepably. So thank you for listening today. I hope that you are a little bit calmer after this discussion and I will see you soon on the next episode.